Hi guys, this is Alana Terry, and you are listening to the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. I'm going to include one more of our quarantine diaries where I highlight some of the characters from my novels and let you know what they would be doing if they were stuck home during a pandemic. I'm going to continue recording these for YouTube and our Facebook group, but this will be the last one that I am putting here on the podcast feed. So make sure if you want to keep up with what's going on with these character sketches and these quarantine diaries that you find them on YouTube and hit subscribe, or you can join our Christian fiction book lounge on Facebook and join that group. I also want to make sure that you're invited to our book launch party which will happen this coming Tuesday. So that's April 21st in the Christian Fiction Book Lounge on Facebook, where I will be telling you all about the newest thriller that's about to release. So we're getting ready to listen to the last, like I said, last quarantine diary that we're going to put here on the podcast, but I'll be recording more for YouTube and our Facebook group. And then after we listen to that, I'll jump back on and tell you a few things coming up in the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. This is Alana. You are listening to another Quarantine Diary. It is April 15th. Hope you guys are doing well and staying safe and healthy and hopefully not getting too bored, things like that. So lots of fun things have been going on in the Christian Fiction Book Lounge on Facebook. We actually have a poll up where you guys get to vote on which characters we highlight next. So the characters that have gotten the most votes so far are Carl and Sandy. I think I'll probably split them up into two different days. So today we're going to be talking about Sandy. Before we dive into that, just something I'm thankful for is we are watching a really fun comedy TV show as a family, and it's been a really special time through the bizarre circumstances of this pandemic with people being stuck at home. I'm just so thankful for laughter and humor and we're enjoying that quite a bit and i suppose i'll throw in there i'm also really thankful for my family and that they are healthy doing well i hope you can say the same about yourself and the people you love so let's talk for a little bit about sandy so sandy shows up in lots of books there are probably more books that sandy shows up in then she doesn't show up in so sandy is one of the supporting characters in the kennedy stern series that's where she's first introduced she is the pastor's wife at the church that kennedy goes to and actually knew kennedy growing up before her family moved to china to become missionaries she's also an adoptive mother and a foster mother so lots of characters in other books are related to sandy through that. So for example, in Beauty from Ashes, it's a women's fiction novel about a baby who's born with a lot of brain damage and is based off of the time that our family spent in the NICU with our middle son. She's one of Sandy's foster daughters. Blessing on the Run is a standalone suspense series. Blessing is one of their daughters. So she shows up a lot of times, same thing, the main character in Identity Theft is one of her former foster daughters. So Sandy is connected in a ton of ways. I even used to do this fun game where my kids would tell me the name of a character and I would try to basically have four separations from Sandy. So the idea was that no matter what character I've got, that character is going to know somebody who knows somebody who knows Sandy because she's so well connected to people. 
And she really is just a people person, very loving, loves people, loves to minister to people. She's the kind of person who is always going to start, you know, praying for the person in the checkout line or leading the waitress to Christ or things like that. Very maternal as well and motherly and a real fun character to write. She's got a lot of insight and a lot of wisdom. And a, a ton of love to go around. She loves cooking for others, having people over, definitely has the gift of hospitality and just a calm and kind nature. I don't consider myself to be a ton like Sandy, to be totally honest. She's way more social than I am. I would much prefer to, you know, have my few close friends and not worry too much about <laughs> everything else. That sounds worse, I think, than it truly is. In other words, I'm, I'm a lot more introverted, a lot more of a homebody. Sandy just loves being out, talking to people, sharing the gospel. One of my favorite conversations with Sandy is in the book Abridged. It's later on in the Kennedy Stern series. And this book kind of brings to the front of people's minds just some of the questions about women's role in the church and things like that. And I'm not trying to like shove my opinions down my reader's throats. I really just like bringing up the questions and presenting different sides of some of these arguments. But one thing I loved about Sandy in this book is she's got a a chapter where she's talking just about how as women we need to kind of put away the mommy wars put away the ideological wars and just encourage one another she talks about how when she went from homeschool to public school or public school to homeschool you know there were different types of parents who would look down their nose at her or things like that and she's just very much into loving people for where they're at and not judging them based on the decisions they make for their families. And it was, it was a neat way for me to kind of share a little bit of, of my stance to be totally frank. Like I said, I don't try to be preachy in my books, but this is an area where I do feel like women can really be at odds against each other. This mom vaccinates and this mom doesn't. And so they're going to, you know, feel like they can't love each other or that they have to keep on trying to change each other's minds or things like that. So that was one of my favorite scenes with Sandy. And really she's just, she's full of encouragement no matter who she's talking to. And since most of my books are suspense novels, she's always in need of, or the people that she talks to are always in need of some encouragement. So what is Sandy doing during this quarantine? Poor Sandy is unable to do what she normally does, which is be out and about all day long, sharing love with people. So I see her on the phone a ton. She's not super high tech, so I'm not sure she's going to get into like Google Hangouts and things, but I see her just kind of opening up her old fashioned phone book that she keeps her friends numbers in and just calling them, seeing how they're doing. I could also totally see her being the kind to go grocery shopping or to cook meals for people who are a little bit more vulnerable or who can't easily get out on their own. So those are the things that I see Sandy doing. She's got a lot of kids, like I said, a lot of foster, adopted, and bio kids. And so between all of those, I'm sure she's also really busy. She's also a grandma at this stage. So really busy just staying in touch with everybody in her family, praying with them, offering encouragement, and things like that. So let's give Sandy a couple chances to answer some of these icebreaker questions. So talk about birthdays. This is an interesting one. I would say that Sandy is a kind of person who just loves any excuse for a big old get together. And so a birthday would be great. Like I said, lots of relatives, kids, grandkids, foster kids, adoptive kids. So, you know, I'm sure 
once a week, there's probably somebody in need of a party. So that is for sure what Sandy likes about birthdays. And then another one is similar. It says, talk about the neatest birthday present you ever received. I don't know about birthday presents, but I did write a neat book. And this one, it's one of the Crossroads collections that I wrote with other authors. So a lot of people who just read my Alana Terry novels might not have read this one. This is, I believe it's called Under the Christmas Star, and it's a collection of books about Christmas ornaments. And Sandy's adoptive son, I won't say his name because for some people that's going to be a tad bit of a spoiler, but he makes her a very special present. And in the process, it goes a lot into how Sandy met her husband, some of the issues they ran into because she was kind of a rich white Southern girl, Southern Belle in like the 60s and her husband was a poor black minister and so they have a neat story to tell so that story talks about a present that sandy gets that is probably the most special she's gotten it's not necessarily a birthday present but i'll twist the the question a tiny bit but it talks a lot about her backstory as well and some of the family history there so that was that was a pretty neat one to write so here's a funny one for Sandy. Talk about one of your bad habits. A lot of readers get this kind of glorified view of Sandy because she does come across as kind of this quintessential, like picture perfect homemaker and things like that. But she absolutely has bad habits. She frets too much. She can be prone to overeating when she gets stressed. She sometimes talks too much when really like she, she always feels like she has to be doing, doing, doing and giving, giving, giving. She doesn't do a good job taking time for herself. And I could see that, you know, sometimes probably her family suffers for that as well. So, you know, like as much as we all love and admire Sandy, and I could see a lot of people sort of feeling like she's this epitome of who we should strive to be. Like she, she for sure has shortcomings as well. So that kind of wraps up a little bit about Sandy, what she's like, what she's doing, what books you can find her in. A good intro for her is either the Kennedy Stern series, you could just start at book one, or you could also start in the Alaskan Refuge Christian Suspense series. Book one in that series is also about one of Sandy's foster children. And if you read all of those and you're interested, you can check out her story that I was telling you about with that Christmas gift in the Under the Christmas Star collection. So let's move on. The ask me anything question that you guys sent in that I th thought would be appropriate for today is about homeschooling. So this is kind of a hodgepodge. Some people ask like, do you homeschool? And other people who know that I homeschool ask why I chose to homeschool. I don't have like insanely strong feelings as in like everybody must homeschool their kids. I feel like there's absolutely a place for all the different types of schooling options out there. And I am thrilled that we as parents have the freedom to make those choices. Now, obviously right now I'm, I'm recording in mid-April 2020 when all the kids are home from school and everybody's now a homeschool parent, but we've been homeschooling since our kids were little. We had a three-year stint where we were living so rural that we decided to send the kids to the public school for half days. So we would do homeschool in the morning. And then after lunch, the kids would get to go to the school in order to have some elective classes there. And that was basically the only time we saw people besides our family. So that worked out well. Like I said, it's, it's hard to know exactly why we chose it because we chose it so long ago, but I can for sure tell you some of the things I love about it. I love the freedom that it gives us. So for example, sometimes in November, if you guys have heard of NaNoWriMo, it's National Novel Writing Month. And the idea is that you try to write an entire novel in November. 
and my kids try to do this as well. And so we can slow down some of our other school things and focus a lot on that. So there's just, there's flexibility. I have one kid who loves like graphic design and computer programming, and he can focus a lot of his time on that. I have another kid who just loves music. And so he gets to spend a bulk of time on that. So I just, I really appreciate that it allows us to have time together. We're not in this like hurried state of like, let's drop the kids off at seven and pick them up at three and then go to after school clubs at three 30 and then go to sports at five. We're, you know, we're not that busy by choice. And I think homeschooling kind of ties into that pretty well. And I really love that it gives us a chance to focus on spending time together and just learning the things that we're interested in. But again, and kind of going back to that conversation that Sandy had that I was telling you about, this isn't something that we're going to say, like, everybody must do it this way or things like that. This is just how we like to do it and works well for our family. And I'm real thankful for the opportunity to make that happen. So if you've been listening to these other quarantine diaries, you know that I am giving you little teasers about my upcoming Christian thriller. So we have about two more weeks before that is released and just a couple days before we have our launch party. So please join our Facebook group in the Christian Fiction Book Lounge if you haven't done that yet and RSVP to our party there. I'm super excited. So let me think about a good teaser to give you about this newest book that's coming out. How about this? I will let you know that one of the main characters in this book is one of Sandy's best friends. And so we do see a decent amount of Sandy in this book. And true to Sandy form, we get to read a lot of her encouragement. What I think, especially with characters like Sandy, is while they're like talking and encouraging other characters, I really feel like I'm getting encouraged myself. And I hope that you, when you're reading Sandy's words, feel encouraged too. So stay tuned for more teasers. I'm really excited about this book. Can't wait to share it with you. And let's close in a word of prayer. God, I just thank you for the gift of words and writing and Facebook and YouTube and all these technologically advanced ways that we can stay in touch during this pandemic. Thank you for our health and for all of your amazing provision. We just pray that you would be blessing each one here. Thank you for the character of Sandy. And I pray for each one of us to have someone who's that encouraging in our lives. And I also pray that you would help us to be that encouraging to others as well. Amen. All right, guys, talk to you later. Alrighty. So again, if you want more Quarantine Diaries, make sure you join our Facebook group in the Christian Fiction Book Lounge on Facebook. And I want to just give you a heads up of what's coming to the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. So tomorrow's episode is going to be kind of a teaser interview between me and my good friend Jamie Hampton, who has read my newest novel. I will be announcing the name of that book and we'll be talking about her reactions to it in a spoiler free kind of teaser episode. The day after that is the same day that we're doing our huge book launch party in the Christian Fiction Book Lounge. There's going to be like tons of giveaways, like dozens and dozens of books being given away. So I hope you can join us there on Tuesday, April 21st, if you're hearing this in time. And right after we get that launch party, I am going to get ready for season six of the Underbridge Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast. So real, um, real soon, it's, you know, it always takes a little bit of time to kind of get the files and things ready, but basically we've got season six 
almost ready to go. There's like one or two more days where you can vote on what you want that book to be if you join our Patreon community at patreon.com slash Terry. Otherwise, just hang tight because in like hopefully, Lord willing, just a few days to a week, we are starting a brand new season of the Unabridged Christian Fiction Audiobook Podcast.